This is Bariatric Life Podcast with Amanda and Chris. We are not doctors, nor have we ever played one on TV. Please follow your doctor's advice. We are expressing our own opinions. You can always reach us on Instagram at Bariatric Life Podcast or on Amanda's Instagram at Amanda's VSG. Thanks for listening. Check out the show. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda, and the following is unedited... Oh, that was my throat. Garage talk about plastic surgery or garage plastic surgery or the plastic. Garage talk. Plastic surgery garage. I don't know. Anyway. Sound like we're doing plastic surgery in the garage. That's Chris off in the distance because I'm recording this in the garage too. Look at us. So it's a three-parter, but they're not very long parts. Check it out. Hello, and welcome to Bariatric Life Podcast. This is Amanda, and I am sitting in the garage waiting on Chris to get home, and I'm not even sure if I'm going to use this audio, but here I am, and I wanted to talk about the plastic surgery confusion that I'm currently in. So I had thought that I was gonna go, or, well, hmm, let me start at the beginning. I figured the only way I could afford plastic surgery was to go to Mexico. So I've been getting quotes from a bunch of different Mexican plastic surgeons. And the quotes have been, there's an airplane, sorry, have varied in services, surgeries, um, whether or not there's recovery included or not, how many days they expect you to be there, and the price has varied dramatically. I've, first of all, let me start off saying, I'd have Chris take naked photos of me and then I covered up my bits and pieces with emojis and I had to email them or submit them in a in a something to all these different surgeons. So first of all that was embarrassing as hell. But then I get all these quotes back and It started off with, you need an extended tummy tuck. Okay, well, that's kind of what I wanted. And then there were people saying, no, you need a circular tummy tuck, which goes all the way around. And at first I was like, well, God, I didn't think my back was like that fat. But now I'm wondering if maybe I do want the circular. And then there would be quotes that were like, you need, because I want to do the mommy makeover. 
and they would say, oh, you need a breast lift with implants. And then others said, no, you don't need implants, just a breast lift. And I'm like, well, what, what do I actually quote unquote need? I, I'm so totally confused right now. And honestly, I think I have too many options and that's what's confusing me. And then one of the ones that I'm kind of leaning toward, they have an opening on my birthday, which I thought, well, that would be an amazing birthday present to have, you know, invasive, horrible plastic surgery. And, but tomorrow I have an appointment with a local plastic surgeon. And now Chris and I are kind of leaning toward the local option, unless he's like a bazillion dollars. And so I've got that appointment tomorrow and I'm kind of nervous because I'll be standing there in all my nudity, having a guy just like stare at my flabby stomach and you know, staring at my low hanging breasts and, oh, here's what we can do to your butt or whatever, you know, like it's different when you go to the gynecologist because it's like you're there for a specific thing. He looks at one thing basically or she, and then you move on with your life. But, and I'm wondering too, like, is he going to, this plastic surgeon, is he going to draw on me like and show me the areas that... <laughs> I I could have, you know, worked on. I don't know. I mean, I don't mind somebody drawing on me, but it just seems, I don't know, for some reason I'm unusually, unreasonably worried about that. Or not worried, but like concerned thinking about it. So, yeah, I've gotten quotes. All of them have been from, like I said, Mexican doctors. And there's one, two, three... Four, five, six so far, and they range from eleven thousand dollars to sixteen five, and then some of them include the compression garments. Some of them don't. They range from like no recovery included to here's your price for. 10 days, and I'm thinking, 10 days, like, there's no way I'm going to, first of all, I can't get that much time off of work, but then secondly, like, that's a long time to be in another country, and I'm obnoxious and annoying, and I feel like I can just go home and heal at home on my own, and I honestly feel like I heal better when I'm at home and not worried about what's going on at home and and on top of it Chris the wonderful man that he is has been researching like ways to support a wife that is undergoing plastic surgery like what kind of an awesome man did I marry and he was like basically what I learned was that pick stuff up that you need picked up. Don't put anything up too high because you can't reach it. And things that you don't even say that you need, I need to have that, you know, do it or have it available or whatever. But I think it's so sweet that he has gone out of his way to 
research how to support somebody with plastic surgery. We're also having a, it's not even like a disagreement, but he has one way of, or one preference, I have another, as far as like, if I feel like if I'm going to have plastic surgery, then I might as well have it all done at one time and just be in pain once and, you know, deal with it and move on. Whereas he says I should do two different sessions and have less pain for each session, if that makes any sense. I don't know. But I'm of the opinion that just get it all done at once and I'm in pain once and then it's over instead of like, oh my God, this was so painful. I'm not going to have the other procedures because I know how painful this was, blah, 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 blah. So I've got my thing tomorrow and local would really um, be more convenient for us for sure. Because now I'm talking about the one that I have pretty much picked out in Mexico for my birthday. I would have to have my mom go with me because I don't want to go by myself, first of all. And then second, the kids are in school. Um, so somebody has to be at home with them. And then we wouldn't have to board the dogs and all that nonsense. So... My mom said she would go with me, and she hasn't fussed at me yet about it. I'm sure she fussed to my dad, but she hasn't fussed to me. She probably thinks it's unnecessary and an unnecessary risk and blah, 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 blah. But this is what I want to do, and part of me is... Part of me is annoyed with myself that I can't just be happy with the way that I look. And I know that I still won't be happy afterwards, but maybe be less disgusted with myself. I don't know. There's some mental stuff going on here with this too. Because I'm thinking, part of me is like, just be happy with 85 pounds I've lost so far. Just be happy with it, and the body is what it is. But then another part of me is like, well, shit, I've worked hard to lose 85 pounds, and I want my body to reflect that and not have stomach hanging over and rely on, you know, pants that are compressing things or rely on bras that lift everything up, like, it's been a long time since I've felt good about myself and I'm at a weight now that I'm happy with and I just want the rest of me to look like I would like it to look. I don't expect it to be perfect and like I've got flabby arms but I'm flabbing them right now but for some reason those don't bother me but Maybe they will in the future. I'll be, like, addicted to plastic surgery and be like, well, now I have to go get my arms done. But the arms look really, really painful, so I don't think I'll have arms done. Plus, I don't really like to wear 
tank tops or sleeveless things, even though I'm literally wearing a tank top right now, but that was to work out. But anyway, um, I, I'm more comfortable in sleeves and specifically like three quarter length sleeves. So I don't think my arms will ever really be an issue for me. And I've always had like thighs, not like fat thighs, but like thighs, thick thighs. And of course I've always wanted to be the girl that has the thigh gap, but I've just never been. And they're not, they're not too, the skin isn't loose there. And, you know, if I do the circular tummy tuck, then it does lift the thighs area a little bit. So that, those might smooth out some, I don't know, but I don't know. I've just got some things going on in my head right now. And I thought I'd take this moment to, to talk about it and, Maybe tomorrow I'll do an update on the nakedness and whether or not he drew on me. And then maybe I'll have a final decision tomorrow too. Hopefully he won't be a bazillion dollars and his schedule works with mine. That's really the only thing holding me back at this point is not knowing the price and the schedule. So, like, if he can't do it till summer, then that's not going to work for me because Chris and I have a vacation in the summer and I want to be able to heal significantly before we go on our cruise. So, if his, if his schedule just doesn't work, then, you know, I'll go to Mexico again and make my mom go with me. Another thing I have to do is... I'm a smoker, so with this giant surgery, it is really best for me to quit smoking, and I've got a plan in place, and it's kind of a, a step-down sort of plan, and by the end of this week, which today is the 14th of September, by the end of this week, I will no longer be smoking cigarettes, and then I'm going to wean myself off of nicotine by, probably by October 1st. So that will give me a solid two months to be nicotine-free, and which is better for my health overall, blah, blah, blah. But I've also been a smoker since I was too young to admit and it's going to be really hard and I'm not looking forward to it but it is what it is if I want to get this surgery done and this is something I need to do in order to make that happen so that is update number one of who knows how many on plastic surgery and if this was just a rambling mess I apologize but that's what's going on in my head right now, and it's not fun. So I may or may not see you for another part of the plastic surgery journey. Well, no, you will. You'll see me on another part. I just may not use this audio, but I might. I don't know. Maybe. Besides the airplane, there hasn't been, like, anything crazy happening in the background. <laughs> so... Maybe I will use it and 
you know, it's a part of bariatric surgery is all the mental stuff that goes on and how you feel about your body and the way it looks. And, you know, Chris and I try to be as, as, uh, transparent as we can about this whole journey and this is part of it so I'm sure I will use this audio and you'll just have to either appreciate the rambling and the goings-on in my mind or not or whatever you know whatevs all right I will do an update tomorrow and hopefully have a final decision tomorrow Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, this is part two of the plastic surgery adventure. Now we have Chris with us. Hello. And we're recording from the garage because we're lazy and we're willing UPS to appear. Oh, I just got a bug. Kill it, kill it, kill it. Got me a bug. So I went to the local plastic surgeon yesterday and he did not draw on me, which was a concern that I had. I understand that. He did not draw on me, but I did have to wear disposable underpants. Which I did not get to see. They were not attractive. And I got to try on some implants. Which, that picture you sent me, I will admit, did kind of turn me on. It was a broad picture, BTW. Yes. With implants in it. But, he, <clears throat> excuse me, we, he told me, like, the, about the different types of implants, the silicone mm-hmm. versus saline, and what happens if one ruptures and I thought you know let's just go with the safer route with the saline I was gonna ask that like I feel if silicon ruptured like that's a foreign it's body a medical emergency versus saline where it's like it just absorbs okay. so the saline ones don't feel as natural oh there's a car because we're in the garage that car is not UPS they, he said they feel crinkly. What? Yeah. He's like, there's really no way to explain it except to feel it, but. I was totally expecting you to say, and then he had Margaret walk in. Here, feel this one. No. She had one in each breast. Feel the <laughs> You would have to pay me a lot. But I remember my I'm not gonna name her name but my college roommate that had implants Mm -hmm. she was like hey feel this and I poked at her boob there's the car which is not UPS and you could feel the edge of it was hers saline she had saline okay so I mentioned that, and he was like, yeah, that's a good example. With the silicone, you wouldn't feel those edges. Okay. So, that wasn't a concern of mine. Since, I mean, I'll be the only one feeling them. And my doctor. At my annual (laughs) gynecological visit. I was going to say, wait a minute. (laughs) 
They always do a breast exam with the gynecologist. They do, don't they? Yeah. I forgot about that. Okay. And um, he said that there's a... With silicone, you have to get, like, MRIs after a couple mm. of years to make sure. Make sure they're not leaking, yeah. ruptured, yeah. So I figured saline will be the option I go with. Now, he also said that he would couldn't do the surgery until February-ish. And that... Does not line up with our timeline of yeah. scheduled events. And... Vacation, not sexual events. Sexual events or childbearing events. Childbearing. Child creation. I don't think They're, anybody is worried about us creating children. I'm just saying. So anyway, <laughs> that doesn't work for us in our vacation, and apparently Tennessee has a law that you can only have four-hour surgery when it comes to plastic surgery so I couldn't even get everything done at one time it would have to be two separate sessions mm -hmm. I paused a lot when I said that you did and then I'm Almost gonna like a young Bill Shatner yeah and then I'm gonna cut out the pauses and nobody will even know that I was pausing no I think now I'm talking about pausing. I think it ought to just be raw and unedited the Garage Chronicles. Yes. Yes! <laughs> Fuck yes! The Plastic Surgery Garage Chronicles. That's not UPS That's not UPS either. either. So, yeah, it would have to be two sessions. And it was going to be, for both sessions, it was going to be $30,000. Which is far more than That's... we had budgeted. A lot of money. Yeah. And so, again, like the, no, the differences between the sleeve in America versus the sleeve in Mexico, mm -hmm. again, it's like a third of the price to go right. to Mexico for the exact same services. So, I looked through my list of Mexican quotes. I went with the one that originally struck me as the most I got bang the most for the buck. Yeah, exactly. The most bang for the buck. It wasn't the cheapest, it wasn't the most expensive, but it was the one that gave you what you wanted. Gave me what I wanted and they communicated well with me and I was able to find the doctor's Instagram page and saw his work, and I was satisfied with what I saw on Instagram, which, you know, is a highlight reel. Mm -hmm. But, um, so I did put a, put a deposit down for my birthday. Happy birthday, baby! You're buying me some boobs. <laughs> so, and then there was a question about my mom was going to go with me. And then I got to thinking, being feeling guilty that she was going to be bored. And which was my issue, kind of my issue with the uh, 
sleeve. I didn't want people to just like be in the hotel, not the hotel, the recovery room, just bored out of their minds. And so Chris and I started talking about maybe me going by myself. And then it was still kind of up in the air. And then I talked to the coordinator and she was saying that they actually discourage a companion because that companion gets bored and then the patient is stressed that their companion loved, is bored. Their loved one is bored and they can't go out and do fun things with their companion and that they just don't heal as well when they're sitting there worried about the other person. Which makes perfect sense to me. So we are opting to for me to go by myself. But my major issue with the whole time was that I didn't want to travel home by myself. Because that's a lot of luggage and a lot of bullshittery with the airport and security and everything else. Trying to, especially, you know... Oh my god, what if I have to get a pat down? Oh, I'm sure you probably will. Because if you go through the millimeter wave, it's going to set off all kinds of shit. I bet they're used to that. I bet they're used to that in San Diego, though. Probably. That's that's a good point. But yeah, you'll probably be uh, pat down. So... My issue all along was traveling home by myself. And then Chris, the smarty pants that he is, was like, what if I flew down there and picked you up from the airport and we flew back home together? And I was like, oh, wow, that makes perfect sense. (laughs) I don't think outside the box a lot of times, and you do. That's why we're good together. It is. Sometimes we need some inside-the-box thinking, and I'm good for that. Sometimes we need some outside-the-box left field. Yeah. So, I will be getting the tummy tuck, the extended, not the circular, which is what I wanted all along was the extended, and a pubic lift, because apparently I have a fat pubic. I, I disagree. But I think that really kind of goes along with the tummy tuck. Is it's like, oh, we're gonna say we're getting a pubic lift, but it's, it's just, just di- something by default. We can, yeah, it's just something else we can line item build. build. Yeah, <clears throat> like it's gonna happen regardless because it's a tummy tuck. Are they getting rid of your C-section scar? Um, probably. Okay. Or if not, then at least cutting along the C-section scar. So it'll finally be level and stop annoying you? Yes, it'll be even. Or not crooked. I don't think it's crooked. It's not crooked, but it's like... I don't think it's slanted either. It's it's definitely slanted. Maybe it's the angle that I'm seeing the scar at. I think it's the angle that you see the scar at. Because... It does not look slanted to me. Well, I've always thought it looked crooked. But I digress. But you digress. I digress. (laughs) I'm usually the one that digresses. (laughs) Yes. We just 
Squirrel! So, tummy tuck, extended tummy tuck, breast lift, and augment, augment, augmentation. I have the hardest time saying that word. And then lipo with the Brazilian butt lift. And those are what you want. Yeah, those were all the services that I wanted. Okay. And I wanted the extended, not the circular, and some people were recommending the circular and yeah so I'm getting the services that I want and there's two nights in the hospital and then four nights in a recovery house that's fully staffed with nurses 24-7 and I'll fly home on a Sunday I'll fly in Monday and have like lab work and stuff and then fly home Sunday and you'll meet me at the airport and we'll fly home together yep yep so that's the plan that's i'm probably going to get randomly selected for not having any checked baggage not having any carry-on baggage a like round trip in the same day right i that's going to be suspicious as fuck yeah for i'm sure. i'm going to get selected for a complimentary colonoscopy an anal probing <laughs> no 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 colonoscopy anal probing is at area 51 oh gotcha i'm not going there i don't have clearance for that so she, when i talked to the coordinator last night she also said that i should take a month off of work and i think that's excessive and I don't, I don't know what to think because when when you had VSG, I thought I was convinced you were going to need at least a week, if not two. And you were off like what? You took like a day. I took Monday and Tuesday off and went back to work Wednesday after having surgery on Saturday. Right, but you worked from home Monday and Tuesday. No. Did you I not? came home Monday. Monday. Tuesday, I went out tooting around with Sydney. That's right. And then Wednesday through Friday, I worked from home. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, I I don't know. which What you're having done this time is most definitely more invasive and extensive traumatic. and traumatic and but I mean the last time I made a recovery prediction I was way off so well and she mentioned FMLA and unfortunately I don't qualify or won't qualify because of you have to work X amount of hours and I'll be like 200 hours short. Of course. I did the math. So that sucks. But my, the director said take as much time as you need. Because I said, you know, they're talking about a month. But I don't like that. And he was said take whatever you need. Which will be unpaid time off. Well, with any luck I'll have a new gig that might or might not offset that and like we talked about we can strap you to that dolly and tie it to the back of the jeep and I can just drive you to work and yeah you. yeah 
that would that's, be that's totally a horrible safe. joke. Please, nobody take that seriously. Not super duper safe. Yeah, I mean, as long as you're wearing a seatbelt or a ratchet strap. I mean, what is the definition of seatbelt really? What's the First, definition of seat? You need to have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> So that's where we are. I was supposed to get, or I will be getting an email talking about the stuff that I need to buy. Like I have to buy one of those pregnancy pillows, not pregnancy pillows, the, what? one of those boppy pillows. You know what I'm talking about? A but, hemorrhoid donut? No, it's a boppy pillow and they use it with infants. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. looks like a donut, yes. but it's not fully formed Yes, donut. and you've got the little spot where you can... Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, apparently I have to get one of those to sit on because, you know... Okay. I'll have a new butt. And I don't know what else I need, but we need to... Once I get that information from her, we'll probably need to book our flights yeah. and whatnot. I mean, thankfully, you know, with it, with you coming back on a Sunday, that from a time off perspective kind of works out. Yeah. I submitted for a week today. Okay. And told them at least a week. So, because I'll be out of the country for that whole week. Yeah. <clears throat> and then um, I guess I'll play that following Monday by ear. And she's supposed to be getting me an like a statement or a doctor's note or something too. So I'll see what that says and see what my employer says. <clears throat> I think I would go crazy if I was off for a month. I, but I might also... I don't know that you would go crazy, but you would be annoyed as fuck. But I might also like sleep for a month too. Mm, I don't know. I think the first two or three days would be relaxing and nice, but I think after that you would go stir crazy. You'd be like, I'm going to go walk, I'm going to go do this, I'm going to go do that. And I would try to come in and be the voice of reason and you'd give me that look and then I would just shut up and go back upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> Every husband knows that look. That's a look where it's like, okay, it doesn't matter what I was going to say. <laughs> Love you. See you. Bye. <laughs> Run away. So it's 641. My delivery is supposed to be here by 7, which is not related to plastic surgery whatsoever. No, but this is the new, should we tell people? Or... Are you embarrassed to be that bougie? I'm not embarrassed by my bouginess. <laughs> I ordered the new iPhone Pro Max, and it's supposed to be delivered today by 7. UPS is toying with my emotions, and I'm, I might cry. I'm pulling it up. Hold on. I might cry. UPS tracking, and it is out for delivery. Allegedly, 
estimated delivery by 7 p.m. <clears throat> I know it said that all damn day. But I don't think this is like the, you know, Domino's Pizza 30 minutes or is free. Oh, that would be great if it was. No shit. <laughs> so, Come on, Tim Cook. Get on board with that shit. That's where we are with plastic surgery. I made a decision. I feel good about my decision. And it's going to be on my 43rd birthday. Happy birthday to you. New boobs. New boobs, new butt. New tummy. Uh-oh. New gonna, Amanda. Are we going to fall into some weird legal gray area here? Oh, I may not Where even be the parts same of, person. Parts of you are under 18. That's, oh, cons that's, that's concerning. Weird. I, why would you even say that? I don't know. Because somebody brought it up when... <clears throat> when I was researching on ways to be supportive, somebody had brought that up as a joke, and I've kind of because you've of, been waiting because for your of moment to I've, say it. Yeah, because of my OCD, I've been dwelling on it, and yeah, I've kind of been waiting to bring that up. He's been waiting for his moment. Oh well, <laughs> that's <laughs> so gross. Maybe, All right, maybe so we trim this part out. There might be a part three. I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will. Probably a part four. There was supposed to be a special post-anesthesia episode with Amanda. And unfortunately, that one has been delayed and rescheduled. Yeah. TBD. TBD. But I'm very much looking forward to that. I don't know when I'll have that done. I was supposed to have my wisdom teeth out, and I canceled it so I could hoard my sick leave mm -hmm. for the surgery. And then, because my wisdom teeth aren't even bothering me. So now I'm not sure when I'll actually have Should I record when you call me, when you come out of the... Recovery? The, yeah, the birthday recovery? Maybe. Oh, no. The last time, you were very graphic. <laughs> <laughs> wild apparently you were it was awesome oh my god I wish you I wish I could have recorded that okay so All right. see you later thanks see you bye bye here we are for part three of the garage plastic surgery chat very informal roundabout we had to close the door because the neighbors were actually outside jibber jabbering very loudly it's almost like they knew we were recording i think so because they've been very quiet for a very long time and then all of a sudden they're outside jibber jabbering very loudly and it seemed like they were projecting in our general direction general direction yeah so, right before we started recording, you had mentioned that I seem to be annoyed with you easier Very. lately, <laughs> and you're probably right. <laughs> I'm on day 16 of no nicotine. Mm -hmm. I'm very proud of you, by the way. Thanks. It's 
not been easy. Mm, I can imagine. I remember when I stopped for my surgery and I'm sure I was unpleasant. So if we're being real here, the only reason I'm telling people that I'm quitting, actually I haven't told anybody this, but if anybody asks, I'm quit smoking so I could heal properly from a very major surgery. But if I'm being honest, which you made me be honest with myself, it's because they're going to test me for nicotine. Mm -hmm. So if they weren't testing me for nicotine, I probably wouldn't have quit. No. And when I say probably... like There's no probably to it. You would not have. I wouldn't have quit. I mean, I quit for a few weeks pre-fusion. And then when I found out that my doctor was going to do it regardless, I said, yeah, I'll roll the dice. Yeah. Whereas in your situation, they're going to test you. And they're not testing for nicotine. They're testing for a breakdown byproduct that lingers for a significantly longer time. Yeah. So. So. I'm quitting. And. I mean, they're testing because they want you to quit because it is better for your healing. Right. Blah, 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 blah. If you test positive, then they won't do the procedure. And then you've traveled all that way for not. For not. So another thing is that I got my note for work and it was for a month and that was too long in my opinion <laughs> and I, mean, I what do they know though they're just <laughs> medical professionals I know right um so I asked them if they would do two weeks off of work and they said no but they would compromise and do three so I'll be off of work for three weeks. You'll be there for roughly a week. Yeah. So it's just two weeks here. Yeah. And part of me thinks like, my God, that's too long. But then another part of me was kind of relieved. Because originally I was planning on going back to work that Monday mm-hmm. after I got back. Mm-hmm. And then when they were like absolutely no way here's three to 21 to 31 days off I was kind of relieved that I didn't have to go back to work that Monday because you could say oh I want to but I can't the doctors won't let me yeah yeah so I will have to I say so so often but anyway I will have to take some time off unpaid because I don't have enough sick leave and I don't qualify for FMLA because I haven't been there long enough. Mm -hmm. And then I looked and it was like you, it doesn't have to be a consecutive 12 months. 
And I was like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, I used to work for... Your employer. My employer. Eight years ago. Well, then she sent me, like, the guidebook the other day because <laughs> I asked. And it was, like, the cutoff was, like, seven years. Oh. Yeah. That's some bullshit right there. Yeah. And then you have to have worked a certain amount of hours, which I haven't. Yeah. So, I don't qualify for FMLA. But, I mean, thankfully we're in a position where taking the time off unpaid is a doable thing for us. Which FMLA would have been unpaid anyway. Right, right. It just would have, like, guaranteed my position my job well knowing your employer i don't foresee coming back being an issue i don't either i mean i could be wrong i've been wrong about things before they're not exactly wanting to let people go no and that would be a bad reason to let somebody go Uh, yeah It's definitely one that would uh, hang around for a news cycle or two. (laughs) Yeah. Because, you know, I'm loud and bombastic and would, I would probably call the media. Yeah. I mean, I might even, like, approve of you calling the media. (laughs) Because we could spin it so many ways. Oh, hell yeah. Like. They're letting her go because she's getting plastic surgery out of the country. They're letting her go because she needed time off to recover. Yeah. There's so many ways to spin it. Oh, yeah. So, three weeks off of work. Yeah. About two of those weeks. A little bit less, actually. I think a Mm. little less than two weeks will be unpaid. Which, I mean, if you have a doctor's note, then I don't think they can really deny you leave without pay, right? I mean, this is a right-to-work state. They can let you go for no reason. Although, knowing your employer, I think they do have to have a reason. I mean, I don't see it being an issue. Especially where... Like you said, if you have a doctor's note, your doctors are prohibiting you from returning to work for X number of days because it is dangerous and risky. And honestly, it would open your employer up to a potential lawsuit because if you went back early because you were going to lose your job and something happened... I would sue the fuck out of them. Yeah. So, and then another part of me is like, okay, so I've got these two notes. One is for 21 days. One is for 31 days. And part of me thinks like, should I just do 31 days? That's a lot of time to be off work without a paycheck. It is. But then at the same time, it's like, I mean, they know better than I do. (laughs) But I also know that I'm a pain in the ass that I'll be, I'll be getting into trouble 
at home yeah because i'll be bored yeah another thing i so three weeks is probably fine for me yeah because i do not have a physically taxing job i'll be going back to work that week in between christmas and um new New year's Year's, so it's not like i'll be doing much of anything Mm -hmm. anyway and i already don't do much of anything i'll be off for a fair bit of that time because i have it to take off and fuck my employer well (laughs) there you go I'm, I'm very dissatisfied with my employer at this time. So, see, I said it again. <laughs> so, I should count how many times I say so in an I episode. I really don't think you want to do that. It'll be like <clears throat> 425 times. Click, 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 <laughs> click, 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 click. Another thing that has been going on... So, uh, see, so. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Just I can't stop. I can't stop. Is I've been snacky lately. And I don't know if it's like, oh, she quit smoking, <sighs> so now she wants to snack. No, it, it very much. Let me rephrase that. It probably is because you've quit smoking. When you look at the statistics of people that quit smoking, Typically, there is a 5 to 12 pound weight gain within the first 90 days. Did you just make up that number? I did. You most certainly did. (laughs) But there there is a weight gain in the first 90 days because you're basically substituting one habit for another. You're taking one habit of comfort and substituting it with another habit of comfort. Yeah. So, I mean, it's to be expected, especially for, you know, somebody that's smoked as long as we have. I am feeling very snacky. And in fact, right now I'm hungry, like legit hungry. And, I mean, it is, like, you know, a normal person's dinner time, probably. Or, actually, I don't... it's almost our bedtime. I don't know what time people eat dinner anymore. Oh, wait. I don't know. I thought it was an hour later than it really is. I know. I really want to go to bed. Oh, I can get behind that. And eat something. (laughs) Yum. But... Instead of saying so. But. And. And. And then. And then. I'm very snacky lately. And I've been trying really hard not to snack. Mm -hmm. But it's like. Especially after dinner. Mm -hmm. I just want to eat something. And. Well. And that's normally when. So we would eat. And then we would come out here to the garage. We'd smoke one to 20 cigarettes. And then we go to bed. Yeah. And now we're eating. And there's not that smoking. So mentally you're trying to process and cope with that and be like, okay, well, if I just keep eating until the sleeping pills kick in and then I go to sleep, 
I don't feel that habitual craving. I will say I went to Walgreens today and I meant to look for banana chips. Mm-hmm. And I totally forgot when I was at Walgreens that I was going to look for anything food related. So, well, that's a plus. That is. <laughs> Suddenly I want to eat all the banana chips in the world, but not plantain chips. The plantain chip, if you mentally go into it thinking this is a potato chip substitute, my God, they were good. Yeah, I'm sure. But I really wanted banana chips. Well. And plantain chips are not the same. They are not. Not the same. They're way better than, honestly, I liked them better than like Pringles or Ruffles. They mentally, at least for me, like thinking, oh, this is a nice quote-unquote healthier potato chip. Yeah. It was pretty damn tasty. Yeah, I mean, I did think they were good. But they, you were expecting it to be sweet, I like was the ex- banana chips. Yeah, I was yeah. expecting something sweet, not savory. And those, Like the dried bananas that they put in the trail mix. Mm. Like the really good, yeah. you know, the... You have to get the, the trail mix out with a shovel and put it into your own. Yeah. Yeah. So I've started gathering a few things needed for the surgery. Mm-hmm. And one of those items is called Juven. It's supposed to help with healing. I have purchased six boxes and I think that's enough. Okay. You're supposed to drink it twice a day. And I'm terrified that it's going to be disgusting. I'm sure it will be disgusting. And I'm just going to have to choke it down twice a day. All in the name of healing. (laughs) And I've increased my iron because my hemoglobin has to be in a certain area. And that's had some interesting side effects. It has turned my poop hunter green. Like the color of my Jeep. Yes. What, I mean, you don't know this personally. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just. Yeah, I've shared it with you. Yes. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I, haven't sh- I haven't shared the poop with you, but I've told you about it. Yes. <laughs> but if I'm being honest, I half expect a text message one day. Look at this. Uh, oh. It is Hunter Green. It is very Hunter Green. <laughs> very interesting. And I bought some jammies that button down. Mm-hmm. Which will be far more comfortable post-surgery. Yep. They're also warmer. Yep. Which I think that's very interesting. So, like the past 10 years that we've been together, you've always been the hot one. I've always been the cold one. Like, it damn near could, you know, we, even when we lived in Florida, like I would be like, oh my God, I'm cold. And it's like 70 outside. But now, you're always cold and 
I can literally just be sitting on the couch doing nothing and be sweating. Yeah, that's an interesting little little change there. Mm-hmm. I'm very cold all the time. Right now I'm comfortable. Right now I'm comfortable. But, I mean, I'm sure when we go to bed that you'll be freezing and I'll just be laying there slowly dying. Sweating to death. To death. And crap. To death and crap. What else have has been going on with plastic surgery talk? You're going to get porn star knockers. I've decided they're going to be big and fake. Like, obviously fake. And just so everybody knows that that's her choice, not mine. Yeah. I don't want people thinking that I'm trying to push you towards Dolly Parton boobs. Which actually, what you were talking about was going to be bigger than Dolly's. No. We looked it up and Dolly Parton's got 38 triple D's. I was talking about a double D, which is smaller than Dolly. I didn't. I totally heard it as a triple D. No. Okay. I'm not going Dolly sized. But I figure when you're in your 40s and your boobs are actually like up on your chest where they're supposed to be, that's unnatural looking to begin with. Because all of us older ladies have some droopage. (laughs) So, if they're going to look fake because they're sitting where they're, where God intended them to sit. (laughs) Where they were originally put. Yeah. (laughs) Their original location. Then they might, and they're going to look fake that way, period. Then they might as well just look fake all around. And they will be round. (laughs) (laughs) Very round. They're going to be... Porn star boobs is how you defined it. Big old porn star boobies. That is exactly how you described it when you were originally saying, this is the size I want. But not like... We've all seen that picture of that lady where they're like... I don't even know that there is a cup size. No. Those are the ones that are like twice the size of my head and could literally be used as a flotation device in the event of a water landing. Yes. They're probably like an M or an N or a P cup. I don't know that they go up that large. I don't either. A pea cup. She probably... (laughs) No, that's what you have to do when you're taking a test for a new job. (laughs) A pea pea cup. cup. (laughs) I mean, she probably has to go to some place like Boeing or, you know, the tent manufacturers. To get a bra? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know where you would buy bras. You probably have to sew them yourself. Go down to Walmart and or Home Depot and buy a tarp and 
fashionable. Some cast iron hooks. <laughs> Fashion a little something. Carabiner clips. Click. That would be far too large. And yeah. I, I think you would be uncomfortable and dissatisfied. Yeah. I don't want them so big that my back will hurt. Yeah. And I mean, we both know some very busty ladies that can attest to how heavy they can be. Yeah. So then, I guess in a couple years, whenever I'm ready to have some cosmetic surgery, would you be okay with like a ball lift? A ball lift? Yeah. Maybe some Botox, make them smooth as eggs. Smooth as eggs. Smooth as eggs. <laughs> if that's what would make you feel good about yourself, a ball lift and Botox. I mean, I've sat on them before, and it's not pleasant. I wonder if they do testicle plastic surgery. Surely they do. I'm sure they do. I mean, I haven't Googled it, but I'm sure I'll probably get ads now since Facebook and Google listen. In fact, I'll, I bet you $50 within the next 48 hours, there's some sort of testicular something advertisement that's going to pop up. I'm not taking that bet. <laughs> and here's why. Because I agree with you. <laughs> I think that's going to happen. Yeah. All right. I'm hungry. I want to go to bed at 6 o'clock in the evening. Don't. Why did you tell him that? Because we're pathetic and... I've been up since 1. Well, we don't really go to... I mean, we're in the bed. Right, but we're not going to sleep. But we're not going to sleep. sleep. We watch Big Bang Theory until... Or friends or some sort of we watch our stories our stories our relaxing stories that we've seen a million times our comfort stories our comfort stories I've seen a thing that pertains to people like us that was the reason people that are OCD or ADHD or have anxiety enjoy re-watching shows over and over and over is we know what's going to happen. Yeah. So we have a, a sense of relief, a sense of calm because we know how the story ends. Yeah. And that's why we gravitate to watching and re-watching the same shows over and over. I've seen that um, that statistic too. I wonder if it, I'm sure it does, applies to books. Because I mm-hmm. literally just reread a series again of, it's it was The Hunger Games, mm-hmm. which I've read multiple times, and I've seen the movies multiple a times. billion times. Well, I mean, it's just, it's just like me in, in Star Trek shows. Like, I've seen every series multiple times, but... When you're out of town or I have to travel for work, however, 
I mean, that's not really a thing anymore, but I would always rewatch those. Yeah. Because it's, it, it is calming. You're not laying in bed next to me, so I need something to comfort, something known, something comforting. Yeah. Like, I can turn on Golden Girls mm-hmm. and immediately fall asleep. I've seen that happen. <laughs> I've 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 seen you turn it on and be asleep before they get through the theme the the theme song. Yeah, it's very calming for me. R.I.P. Betty. Oh, Betty. Oh, oh. So one thing that I I've thought about here lately with the plastic surgery and my twenty one days off of work. Is that I'll get to watch all the terrible holiday movies. You will. And I won't be subjecting you to them. Now, I like some of the terrible holiday movies. We've got... You didn't think you would. I really didn't. But... And I will never admit that outside of this podcast. (laughs) But Merry Happy Whatever... And um, holiday, yeah, some of the really cheesy. My God, they're just so funny. They're adorable. They are. And there's always a happy ending. Yeah. Even after the town goes bankrupt, some yeah. some millionaire comes in and saves the town. And she finds out that love was there all along. All along, right beside her. <laughs> all along. Even. After they went through the, the advent calendar mm. for... Oh, which one was that? 25 days. Oh, there's a bunch of them. No, the advent calendars. you know the one I'm thinking of. With the photography chick. <laughs> I don't remember the name of it, but it's so cute. I'm, it'll pop up on Netflix probably the day after Thanksgiving. Probably. There's another one with the calendar in a bakery. And... Yeah, they just... <laughs> Those hol- as soon as Thanksgiving's over, those holiday movies come in like the Kool-Aid man. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to like laying in bed watching all of those cheesy ho- holiday movies. Well, I mean, there's a few we have to watch together. Which, you're welcome to come upstairs and watch them. Because, I mean, at that time of year, we're... Really just moving our mouse every five minutes so that Teams doesn't go yellow. I'm just, I'm concerned that if I go upstairs to watch my cheesy holiday movies, mm-hmm. then the dogs will sit oh, on me. yeah, and fresh incisions, that's a good point. Yeah, when I've been cut from stem to stern, <laughs> we've said, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Laying in actual bed is probably the best place to do that recovery. Plus, I have to sit like kind of weird because of the butt. Mm-hmm. I can't like actually sit on my butt. It's going to be interesting. Oh, another thing that they recommend getting, and I think I will get it, mm-hmm. is the the shiwi. Uh, the funnel for mm-hmm. ladies to pee. Yeah. And now I don't think I'll be, like, standing to pee, but I think I'll be guiding. 
don't know. I could see you standing at least once or twice. Just, just to, to try say, it out. Yeah. Just to, just to try it out. Just Maybe. to say you did it. Maybe I will. I, I can hear you now. Baby, check it out! I'm peeing standing up! <laughs> but I won't be standing up straight because, you know, I just had my guts ripped right. out. Right. All right, let's go get some dinner and go to bed at 6 (laughs) o'clock. Love you, mean it. Bye. See you, bye.